Welcome back to another episode of Your Story, an opportunity to share your journey, your message for others to hear and hopefully relate to, connect with, or be inspired by. This episode features one of our St. Joseph leaders, Brett Easley. He spent most of his adult life working at Missouri Western, but after a long tenure in the university's athletic department, Easley is now the Director of Development, Director of the St. Joseph Sports Commission, a new opportunity to help the town he loves grow and thrive into the future. So let's get to it. Been about eight weeks, going on nine weeks of officially, you know, being in charge of the sports commission now. Just what's this experience been like for you so far? Uh, well, it's uh, I, I tell everybody it's it's been an adjustment. It really has. Um, and it's been an adjustment in a good way. You know, I um, I have lived uh, I, I, I tell everybody a lot of interns that I've worked with over the years that you're going to find out really quickly. Uh, if college athletics is for you, because, uh, you know, I think what people see on the court field course, what have you is, is only a, that's what we work up to, but it's a very small part of what athletics administration is. And so, um, you know, athletics administration, you, you work all week to, to work on the weekend. That's kind of what it is, but you know what you sign up for too. And uh, a lot of, a lot of great memories. And so when I made the transition uh, to come on board here at the Convention and Visitors Bureau in the role of Director of Development and Sports Commission. Um, it's, been, uh, it's, it, it's been a great experience. Uh, it's been a different piece of time management because uh, I've had the flexibility to um, essentially set meetings, visit with people, uh, and let them know where I'm at, uh, what I'm doing, what a sports commission does. But then when, when my general workday ends, whereas in college athletics, so this time of year is a great example. You might have two basketball games uh, at night. Uh, then you overlap into baseball, softball, lacrosse, golf, tennis season. Uh, and so that's that that's the time management piece that you're juggling there as well. And so uh, right now, uh, I don't have any formal events that I'm working with. Now, now the goal would be to change that down the line. Uh, and we'll get there as we uh, continue to uh, bid on events, create events, partner with events. But uh, but that's been uh, an interesting transition piece. Just um, I've got a little bit more time to manage, but that's a good thing because I've been able to think strategically. I've been able to uh, learn a little bit about this office and where I work and, 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 and the role of a convention and visitors bureau and how a sports commission uh, and how that development piece marries with that. I was going to ask you, what is, I guess, your top priority right now? Because this is a new job for you, but also... For a lot of people, it's a new job for the community to kind of see the sports commission kind of take off. Well, I think my top priority right now uh, would simply be to raise the awareness, raise the profile of the meaning of a sports commission to a community, uh, and especially a community like ours. You know, um, you know, I've had I, I ask people this question all the time that take interest and there has been some interest is, you know, do you really know what a sports commission is? Uh, I think a lot of people have heard that term, but I'm not sure that uh, that a number of people could really say, oh, yeah, that's what a sports commission does. And so uh, very simply, I tell people uh, our mission is to attract, create, enhance, partner uh, with sports and recreation events that uh, not only are healthy for our city, but uh, raise the profile of our city and, and in turn uh, create economic impact and advancement opportunities. And, uh, I'm excited about that. And so, uh, but, uh, but the priority is right now is, is just what I told you. Uh, there's a lot of people that don't understand, uh, what a sports commission is. And so that's first and foremost. And then from there, 
Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's letting them know uh, what we're already doing, but also what we've got our eyes on uh, in the short term. And short term is defined on uh, anything as soon as this summer to the end of this year. To, you know, in some cases, short terms can be over the course of a couple of years, but that is then trumps into the bigger picture, the long-term piece. Uh, long-term may be four to five years. Long-term may be a decade. Uh, you know, it's not, uh, it's not that you've really got to put a cap on that, but uh, I'm excited um, about a lot of things, but uh, to, again, uh, not only with that top priority right now, but to, to paint the vision of this is what sports can do for a community. This is what development can do for a community through sports. And uh, again, our location where we're at uh, is prime uh, just for a, a number of different development pieces as it relates to sports, sports tourism, uh, and, and what can be a great thing. I think I talked to you about this back when you made the transition from Missouri Western to Sports Commission, but this seems like a job for you, that's not a short-term job. This feels like it's a long haul, long opportunity that you feel like this is the next phase of your career, your life. And this is where you, something that you really are going to be passionate about too. Well, I think, uh, I think the track record of my, uh, my uh, work career would tell you uh, that I, uh, I don't jump around a lot uh, considering I've, uh, I've really only had one other full-time employer in my lifetime. And so uh you know, when I when I get somewhere, I'm committed. Uh, I'm passionate about what I do. Uh, I'm very sensitive about what I do. I guess you could almost say I'm paranoid a little bit. I, uh, you know, I want to make sure that uh, that the perception of myself and and the organization that I work with and and my colleagues is is very positive. I want folks to know that uh, that that we work hard and and we have our community's best interest in hand. And I think, uh, you know, I, I I feel like I've done a fairly decent job of that in in my career. And so, uh, you know, and I I wouldn't have just made any transition just to make a change. You know, I've uh, I've known some people like that, and and uh, and I respect that. But for me, uh, I'm a comfort zone guy. Let's let's just call it what it is. Um, I like getting somewhere. Uh, I like getting grounded and, and, and setting a foundation and, and always like that challenge of what's next. And uh, so the opportunity to come on board, knowing that, uh, you know, I've still got a, a lot of work life left. I, uh, you know, I'd, I'd love to win the lottery and, and retire tomorrow. Reality is, is that, that that's probably not going to happen. Let's be real about that. And so with that, um, you know, how can how can I play my role in, in helping make an impact in our community? And uh, my passion is sports. My, my passion is is communication and working with people and and, uh, you know, seeing uh, seeing what we can accomplish that uh, that makes everybody's lives better. And so uh, so that's uh, that's that's where I'm at right now. And, and uh, I don't have any plans to uh, to take a look at what's next anytime soon. I this was a good, uh, you know, 21 years at Missouri Western. Uh, a good halftime for me and, and uh, looking forward to the next 20 here. I think I asked you this back when you made the transition and Ryan Minley talked about it too, that you were Missouri Western, whether you kind of want to you know say it yourself, but you, you kind of did everything over there. What was the difficult or challenge of making this jump? Because that, that'd been home since your college years and growing up here, Missouri Western has always been home too. Well, that's uh, that's that's certainly a kind, humbling statement. I, I don't know that I would call myself Missouri Western. I, I would just say, um, you know, I have a pa I had a passion for the university. I still do have a passion for the university. You know, I I chuckle now when people look at me and as well, dude, you know what? You're still wearing Missouri Western gear. Why the heck wouldn't I wear Missouri Western gear? Um, 
you know, I'm, I, I, I'm an alum. I, 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 I still have a huge passion for the institution. So I'm always going to wear Missouri Western gear. And, um, you know, so was it, was it hard to make the transition? Um, yes and no, to be honest. Um, you know, yes, from the standpoint of, uh, again, um, you know, I've always been a person that um, I, I probably over, I'm an overthinker, Chris, let's just be honest about it. I'm an overthinker. Uh, and so I probably analyze and, and overanalyze some things, but, but that's why I feel like um, I, I'm, I'm as passionate and sincere as, as, as I am about a lot of things is I don't take things lightly. Um, you know, I, I care. And so I wanted to make sure that, um, that I was making the best move uh, for myself and, and my family and, and what their priorities are. Uh, but, but, but no, not hard because, uh, you know, I was ready to step into a leadership role and, uh, I, I considered this a leadership role to be a director, uh, to be able to make some decisions on my own and in, in concert with other folks that, uh, that I work with very closely here in my new role. Uh, and, uh, and that was, uh, that was refreshing. Uh, that was exciting. Uh, and, and I also look forward to that challenge. And so, uh, you know, I, in visiting with some people about that decision uh, back in September when I made the uh, decision to make a change, um, you know, they all told me, you know, the hardest thing is is going to be to just rip the Band-Aid off and let it ooze a little bit. Uh, when you get past that and get past that reality, uh, you'll know very quickly uh, whether or not it was the right move. And uh, I knew very quickly that it definitely was the right move. Uh, I haven't looked back and i um, very, uh, very excited and, and, and fortunate to be uh, in the role I'm in now with the Sports Commission here at the Commission of Visitors Bureau. I'm going to take you down the hypothetical path. That way no one holds you to anything on, on this yeah. part. But what is something you want to see come to St. Joe? What do you want to do with the Sports Commission that is a dream? Because, I mean, everything's kind of fluid a lot of times, especially right now, this day and age. But what is something that you really want to see the Sports Commission do? Well, um, you know, I want to – First and foremost, I, I believe in in community. I believe in partnerships. Um, you know, I, I don't just want the sports commission to be an entity that is always asking. Um, are we going to be doing some asking? Absolutely. Uh, and that's not that's not from a from a negative standpoint. That's from a standpoint is uh, it's it's not about me. It's not about our board. It's it's about us. It's about our community. It's about uh, enhancing and, and and furthering the profile of of St. Joseph uh, through sports. But, uh, but, you know, along the lines of that, um, what are the commission's priorities? Well, I think there's a number of them, but uh, I would say um, short-term and long-term, uh, we want to essentially get in the bidding profile cycle uh, for regional and national events uh, every year if we can. And that's, uh, you know, we have a tremendous history with NCAA events, but it's not just limited to NCAA, um, NAI events, state high school events. Uh, AAU events. There are a number of reoccurring events with national profile uh, that bring significant tourism dollars into your community uh, on an annual basis, and, and we want to be a player there. Uh, to be a player there, we have many resources in place right now that allows us to do that. But, uh, you know, one of the resources that we need to continue to develop and have our eye on uh, is the area facilities. We have a number of great facilities in St. Joseph. Um, we don't have enough great facilities in St. Joseph as it relates to sports. And so that's uh, anywhere from continuing to keep our eye on enhancements to Civic Arena uh, to uh, some spaces that we don't have right now. Conference space, exhibit space, that space, you know, in, in the art world, uh, folks like to talk about maker fairs. 
go and, and, and you create your own piece of art and creativity. Uh, I call exhibition space makerspace. Uh, 25, 30,000 uh, square feet of makerspace. You want to play volleyball in it one weekend? Let's do it. Uh, you want to have a cheer and dance competition the next weekend? Let's do it. You want to have a gymnastics competition following? Let's do it. Oh, youth basketball is coming to town that following weekend. Let's turn it into that. That's what that space is. That's what uh, uh, communities popping up every day. And they're not just large ones. They are medium-sized, small-sized communities that see the value uh, in that space. And then uh, uh, further along those lines, uh, would be a facility that is is multi-use. So not necessarily that exhibition piece, but multi-use. So uh, multiple indoor basketball courts, uh, volleyball courts, pickleball is emerging. It's big in St. Joe and becoming bigger in St. Joe. Uh, and then it's uh, that outdoor space, whether that be soccer, baseball, softball. Uh, we've got some very good facilities currently right now in St. Joseph. But, but when you look at facility development there, um, you know, what does the community need? But what do outside groups look for? They, they want to know they're going to play. So, um, you know, I know turf's expensive and I know some people would say that's a want. It is absolutely a need in the year of 2022 and beyond. And so, you know, if you were to grab, give me a magic wand and a blank checkbook, uh, it would be to develop that exhibition conference center type space, which, oh, by the way, doesn't just have to be sports. That can be used for uh, a number of different community pieces, whether that's large thousand person events to, uh, you know, an intimate wedding setting, uh, a trade show, a farm show, you name it, space like that. Um, but just keeping an eye on that major development piece and thinking big, knowing uh, we have great location, we do hospitality very well, and we do not need to underestimate the fact too that you can get to St. Joseph from anywhere. Um, three and a half hours from anywhere nonstop by plane in this country, uh, and an easy drive from almost anywhere, especially here in the four state area, or heck, even put a put a circle of eight or nine hours uh, around uh, our area. We're right in the heart of the country, very easy to get to, which is very sellable when folks are looking for a place to host events. Going back to like the event space and everything, that's eventually probably going to be an asking thing. But the hypothetical part of an asking part of it is why should people be invested in that? Even though, like you said, it doesn't have to be sports. It can be trade shows. It can be banquets. Is that the biggest thing that getting buy-in for opportunities like this is, hey, it's not just sports, quote unquote. This can be a lot of things, too. Well, it's, uh, you know, first and foremost, uh, I'm not going to pretend to be an expert uh, in the area of acquisition. Um, uh, partnerships from the standpoint of figuring out how to fund that facility, because that's not going to be uh, a facility that uh, is going to be, if you're going to do that, you need to do it right. And so with that, you know, I've had some people say, well, Brett, that's a multi-million dollar facility. Uh, it is a multi, it would be a multi-million dollar facility, but it's one that, uh, that I call an investment. Uh, it's an investment into your community because, you know, what does that spur? Um, it gives us more opportunity as a community to attract events. And that's not just outside events, that's our own events. That's enhancement of our own events. That's creation of our own events. Uh, and, and I think the thing that excites me about a, a facility like that more than anything else is the facility itself is one thing. The, the development that comes as a result of that facility uh, is a total another. Uh, and that could be hotel space, restaurant space, some very lucrative, um, retail space that's already been created in our town that, that unfortunately doesn't have tenants right now. 
And that's not just in the downtown area. That's that's in all areas of town. And uh, and those are things that directly or indirectly uh, can thrive as a result of more foot traffic coming into your community. Um, you know, Chris, you and I talked, I think this has been a couple segments ago, just about the value of sports tourism uh, in communities. And that's in the billions. That's just sports tourism. That's not taking into account uh, any other uh, segment of tourism, which is many. And so um, now uh, you mentioned it, buy-in. Um, the buy-in is, is difficult. It's, uh, you know, it's, it, it's a tricky sell because uh, no question, communities like ours and, and all over, we're not, we're not any different than a lot of communities. There are a lot of priorities uh, in all communities and, and they're, all, they're all good priorities. They're, they're, all, they're all high levels of need. Um, you know, I'm just excited to take a look at that from that sports an event space standpoint, because uh, you know that's 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 the role of that, that's one of the many roles that I feel like a sports commission plays is is we are always thinking strategic, uh, not only short term from an event standpoint, but we always need to thinking about what's next uh, from the long term standpoint as well, and what can that big picture vision be, and uh, and that's exciting to me, and and I think it's exciting to others as well. Another part of the sports commission I want to touch on is uh, celebrating the past, but also the current, you know, sports in basically St. Joseph and, and the County hall of fame. We just had it this past fall. You're getting ready for the, you're in the process of the nomination process right now, getting ready for the 2022 class. How important is that part of the sports commission to you to honor the past and also celebrate what's going on right now in the community too? Well, it's, it's, it's vital. Um, from day one, and I've, I've told you this previously, from day one, when uh, when our uh, leadership team that, that was vital in, in, in revitalizing our sports commission, from day one, uh, we knew an area sports hall of fame was, uh, was, was at the top of our list of event creation. Um, you know, again, we, we felt like that was a, a good niche for us, uh, a role we needed to play because uh, St. Joseph's sports history is, is, is tremendous. It, it, it dates back uh, 150 years. It's it's very broad, um, and and there's a lot of stories to tell. And uh, and so with our first class that uh, that that we had last year, which was tremendous, uh, I've told people all the time. You know, I'm probably as excited or more excited for for year two, just given uh, the foundation that uh, that that group laid in a number of different ways. But uh, but the awareness that that group made on just. Um, hey, wow, St. Joseph does have an excellent sports history. And oh, by the way, you need to consider this person or this team or this milestone. And so uh, that's a huge role that we play because, um, you know, it's, it's vital to remember your past. And I, I don't say just remember your past. I, I say celebrate the past uh, because that's, uh, that's really what we're doing. And, uh, you know, so a, lot, a lot of those stories uh, have been told, but I feel like the unique way that, that we have told those stories is uh, we tried to relate not only what that individual had done, but but what their significance was in St. Joseph and how our community and Buchanan County played a role in their success and how they got to where they are today. And uh, so, as I've told a lot of people, that uh, that was not a one-time shot. That was that was the inaugural class, and we look forward to doing this uh, in an infinite number of years because uh, you know it's almost on a daily basis. I have somebody, and I chuckle a little bit when when somebody says. Hey, would this name be somebody you would consider? Um, you know, it's not. Well, I'm almost more intrigued by the names that that I don't know that well 
than the names that I am that I do know well. And, and that's not a that that's, I don't say that derogatorily. I say that from the standpoint of I'm fascinated that the history and the resumes of folks that, that I don't know all that well. And uh, and that's why I, I, I've almost been like a broken record in stressing uh, we need anyone in the community that uh, that is interested in submitting a nomination for our Sports Hall of Fame on behalf of someone to do so. Uh, it's, it's an open process, and, and, and we hope they do that. Put you on the spot here a little bit. As you've kind of started looking through some of the St. Joe sports history, and, and you know quite a bit of it, I was joking with a couple of people that you kind of almost one of the historians of the town now of knowing a lot about St. Joe sports history. What is something that you've learned that's kind of been fascinating that maybe you didn't know that much about just dating back, like you said, 150 years of sports history in this town? Well, um, you know, I, I, I don't know that I'm, I'm, a, I'm a true historian. I know a lot of people that I would consider true historians, but I, but I have been around uh, 43 years now, gave away my age. And, uh, you know, I've, uh, I, I, I enjoy uh, following all of our area sports teams, whether that's collegiate, whether that's high school, whether that's uh, all the way down to youth sports, which we have a tremendous footprint there as well. Um, you know, I um, probably learning a lot, pr- probably the thing most intriguing to me is learning a lot about the history from the early years. Uh, feats and kind of kind of in passing about, you know, whether we're talking about the, the tremendous softball history in St. Joe or we're looking back on St. Joseph's baseball history. I mean, the Mustangs have created a tremendous amount of baseball history over the last decade. But uh, but but I knew there was baseball history that dated all the way back to the late 1800s. But frankly, I really didn't know that much about it. And I still don't claim to be an expert there. But just through, I, I feel like some of our publicity that we've talked about seeking some historical facts or in being anywhere at the, for, or in being in a number of different places like the, the St. Joseph Museums ha, that, that has a, uh, a very unique um, uh, display to, to baseball history, or the programs that I was uh, that I was gifted by a friend of the commission a couple of weeks ago that that um, that displayed history about uh, the St. Joseph Saints being affiliated with the New York Yankees, or uh, there's a reason the St. Joseph Cardinals were called the Cardinals uh, because they were affiliated with the Cardinals once upon a time, and so uh, that's been what's been most intriguing to me is to learn more about uh, those stories, the whys, the history related there. And then the number of stories that uh, that, that come uh, as uh, that come out as a result of that that may either be the same along those lines, or maybe a little different spin that uh, that I get to learn about. Right, I'll get you out of here on this question. Um, I ask I ask everybody this question in a roundabout way, but for you, what motivates you every day to try to help improve St. Joseph in the whether it's sports or just in the community as a whole? Just what what motivates you every day? Well. Um, you know, I think um, I, I think we all reach different stages in our in our lives and our careers, whether that be professional or whether that be on a personal level. That um, you're always asking, "What's my fit?" I've always been a fit guy. It doesn't matter if we're talking about jobs, hiring new folks, uh, roles on a team, roles on a committee, um, <laughs> roles around the house. What, what what's my fit? What uh, you know, how can I, how can I be of, of, of biggest interest, biggest service? And, uh, you know, I think that's changed a lot for me over, over my life. And, uh, so now as I look at where I'm at, um, you know, again, being born and raised here helps, but I've, I've, I've been, uh, I've been a professional in this town. I guess I use that term professional loosely, but, but I've, I've been, um, you know, I've been fortunate to work in this town and kind of in PR and marketing and public relations and, 
and be out and about quite a bit. And uh, I value relationships and, uh, you know, I, I, I value folks I've had the opportunity to work with. And so with that, I feel like I've reached that stage in, in my career where um, I want to be a leader. I want to make a difference. I want to help make an impact. And so, and that's not just sports. Um, I care about the school district. Uh, I care about economic development here in St. Joe. I care about uh, non several nonprofits here in St. Joe, and uh, and and I want to help those people. And uh, you know whether that's just me uh, being present, me um, you know providing uh, some input, or me being out front somewhere, uh, feeling like that uh, that I can uh, use some of my experience and knowledge of uh, of a topic to uh, to hopefully uh, spur the betterment of our community in a number of different ways. Um, that's that's a huge motivator to me, and I. I, I said this a lot uh, right before I left Missouri Western. You know, I, I also think the fear of failure motivates me <laughs> a lot. I, uh, I, I, am, I am mortified by thinking that I, my, my name would be attached to something that I, I was a failure at or I told somebody we were going to deliver and, and maybe we didn't. And so uh, that's a huge motivating factor to me is I, I want to make sure that, uh, you know, what we say we're going to deliver, we do. Uh, the, the vision that we try to create, uh, we're going to do everything we can to do that, knowing that some of those things are short term and some of those things are, are long term things. But, uh, but it's exciting to be able to, to play that role in a number of different areas.